All right. All set? Yep. Okay. What is going on, everybody? I'm Drew. And I'm Josh. And welcome to Free Thought Extended. And today we're getting to do our... That was terrible. Jeez, let me restart that because I forgot what English was. Okay. Uh, what is going on, everybody? I'm Drew. And I'm Josh. And welcome to Free Thought Extended and the next edition of Chasing the Championship. We're going to be recapping and analyzing the Saturday and Sunday games in this one. Had a pack weekend, all the game ones, uh, a lot of upsets, a lot of home court advantages getting taken care of. And um, yeah, just a great weekend. Yeah, man. Bunch of the games are sick. I got to see most of them or at least like half of like a half or so of most of them. A mm-hmm. uh, bunch of great games. Uh very entertaining yeah so i'm excited this is, this is like i said last video this is like one of my favorite times of the year nba basketball and best time so, of the year. that might have been the yeah. best that must, might, might have been the best weekend of the whole season this last weekend 100 percent. the season yeah. was pretty boring most but of the year playoff atmosphere and then uh yeah just getting stuff going um well, also just a lot of the west matchups are super interesting so absolutely that's good yeah, Sunday was a good day. We were out golfing first time. I've been thinking about that all day. That was great. Yeah, my back's a little sore. My legs are a little <laughs> yeah, stiff still, but... A bit, but excited to get back in this season. All right, so we'll start off with the Saturday games. Um, I think we start off with Cavs-Knicks. That was that's probably the most interesting East series by quite a bit. Uh, the Knicks upset the Cavs in game one, if you want to call it upset as a 4-5 seed. 101-97, to led by Jalen Brunson's 27 points and 21 points in the second half. Uh, do you have any particular takes about this game just off the top of your head? Um, definitely not the best look from the Cavs considering Brunson didn't play like majority of the first half because he had three fouls uh, going into the second mm-hmm. or at least he picked one up early in the second. Yeah. Um, I watched the second half and it wasn't like they ha- had bad looks or anything. It was kind of just they couldn't stop Brunson. So they need to find a game plan with that. Um, And Evan Mobley has to be a lot better. Yeah, absolutely. I think this really came down to um just the Knicks being bigger even though the Cavs have the best defense and have two seven footers they kind of just look scrappier in a way uh, Mitchell Robinson looked like a beast and they had a lot of guys putting a lot of effort as including Josh Hart uh, the guy they got the trade deadline for Cam Reddish in a first round pick definitely came through with 17 and 10 rebounds off the bench um, and yeah this game really impressed me from the Knicks especially especially because you had ro- role guys that weren't exactly you know having a baller game like quickly went over five in the field uh randall only had 19 points coming off of injury and you know they're still able to get still able to get it done yeah i think uh the other big thing was like the Cavs bigs they had butter on their hands bro like they actually couldn't grab a single um rebound yeah the end of the game they had they gave up like four offensive rebounds especially in the last like minute 30 mm-hmm. uh the Play good defense, Knicks get an offensive rebound, get a reset, get another shot. And that happened like three times in a row. And you just can't let that happen, especially at any games. And especially when you have, like like you said, two seven-footers that are known for the rebounding ability. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be surprised if this next game they play, which I think is tonight. No, it's just uh, Phil- they have two days off. Just Philly and right. uh, Kings game tonight. Yeah. So, yeah, their next game, I wouldn't be surprised if they come out scorching hot, ready to get one back. But, yeah. It was definitely a, a really good game overall. Brunson yeah. closed that out like a madman. Yeah, it really, it really came down to, um, you know, uh, offensive rebounding and just rebounding in general. Um, but like I was saying just before, RJ Barrett, 2 for 12 in the field. Randall, 7 of 20. That's pretty normal. Quickly 0 of 5. And 
Cavs, they didn't have guys to be able to match the role players that did step up for the Knicks. Uh, Osman, Levert barely played. Uh, looked like Osman was their third, like third scoring option, and you know he only had nine points. Yeah, I mean, um, like Mobley just had like a rough game, four of thirteen from the field. He probably just yep. settled for a lot of jumpers. Um, it is his first like official playoff series because they missed the postseason last year. Yeah, so the nerves probably got the best of him for that game. Um, in terms of the Knicks, though, like RJ Barrett shooting two of twelve, I'm not surprised about that. He's been absolute garbage all year, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna so, happen. I think. I actually think the only game he played well this year was the game against the Lakers earlier in the season, and he absolutely went off for like twenty eight. Okay. Um. Yeah, he's been super mediocre all season. Uh, quickly, you know, he's going to have his moments, I think, this series, but it's really going to be if they just kind of need him to be the energy boost. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think overall it was literally just Cavs did not play the end of the fourth quarter very well. No. And they were up like, I think they were up like 10 at one point. Like yeah, they, they, had they had a, a they good had cushion. Yeah. They had a good cushion and then just kind of threw it, which um, you can't let that happen. Yeah. Yeah, this was uh, Brunson's game, though. He uh, looked like uh, Don Mitchell had 38. You know, Don Mitchell yeah. did Don Mitchell thing. Brunson uh, took over in the fourth, though. Uh, he had, I believe, I don't know how many points he had in the fourth. 21. Or, he had 21 in the second half. 21 yeah, 21 second half. half. I think he had 14 of them in the fourth. Yeah, so he was cooking anyone that he had matched up with him. They started with Garland on him. Uh, Mitchell didn't really, wasn't his primary defender a lot of the time. I think that's going to probably stay that way because kind of got to keep Mitchell uh, going on the offensive end. But he was able to post up Garland and get to his left shoulder post fade when he wanted to. And then Osman was so tired by the end of the game and he just blew by him. I don't really know why they had Osman on the primary defender for a lot of it. But yeah, he's, 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 able cook, plays... he's able to cook him anytime he wants. Well, Brunson is just so like physically big for a guard. Like he's short, but his like stature is like he's pretty bulky. Um, so like especially for a guy like Garland, who's also a short guard, but he's skinnier. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a rough matchup. So they put Jetty on him to assume that they're gonna he'll be able to kind of slow him down if he goes to the post. But he was just too quick for uh, Jetty because Jetty was playing way too up in his pocket. Yeah, uh, I never understand when you have that size advantage. Why, bit like bigger defenders don't just like sag off a little bit. Because it's going to give you that area to like create a gap where they can't really just blow by you, mm-hmm. um, unless it's like jaw. And then if they take the shot, you're still going to be able to contest if you just keep a hand up. So like, I don't know. I think him being on his hip a lot of the time was kind of stupid. Yeah, I'm curious if they're going to put Mitchell on him uh, for the next game or what they're going to do. I think like we were saying before, it's really just going to come down to rebounding, which is actually a common theme in a couple of these games. Um, so keys for next game for Cavs. Um, I think it's really just on Mobley being a solidified third start, third uh, option for that team to get buckets. We were talking about, you know, interesting. We're saying interesting matchups. We're saying how Randall's going to take care, like how he's going to be able to handle Mobley's length and, and, and um, how tall he is. But Randall took care of business here and won this matchup today. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think they. I don't think they doubled Randall a lot this game. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that's something they might have to change is trying to get the ball out of Randall's hands, mm-hmm. um, and send the help earlier. There was a lot of times in the fourth, especially with Brunson's going to the rim, and they sent no help. Yeah, he was until the very last everybody. second. You just need to send the help and just let him throw the lob or get the ball out of his hands early. Yeah, and kind of blitz him. But those will be the adjustments for next game. I think. Yeah. What are your predictions? You think Cavs come back? Split this yeah, I think Cavs. I think Cavs come back and uh, get the second game. Yeah, they only scored 101 points. That's pretty rare for a Cavs team with a uh, a lot of firepower on the offensive end. 
They scored uh, 97. Oh, sorry. Yeah, one on one. Yeah, one on one. Um, so shout out to Josh Hart, Julius Randall, and Jalen Brunson for getting the job done here. Uh, moving yep. on to the next key game from Saturday. 17 years in the making, Joshua. Light the beam. Kings beat the Warriors in a amazing playoff game. I, I haven't been that excited at a, at a playoff game in a while. Uh, 126 to 123 for the Kings. Uh, go 1-0 and at home. And um, yeah, this was a banger. Uh, 30 points plus for Fox, 38 for him. Second most yep. points in a playoff debut of all time. 32, I believe, for Monk. Uh, great game both ways, back and forth down the stretch. Uh, I was only able to catch the end of the game, but wow, it was it was it was a banger. That's what we came out to see: high high shooting, lots of scoring, and uh, yeah, Wiggins did come off the bench in this game, which is an important note. And he also played just horrendous on offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually missed a wide open three to I think take the lead. Yeah, maybe tie the game by one with like um, a, maybe a minute left. Absolutely bricked it, and then uh, Kings came down, hit another shot. Warriors came down, had a good look at a three, but Steph kind of just rushed it a little bit. Thought he had less time, but he had a full like second and a half to get that shot up. Yeah, to um, the game winner or tying a sorry. tie to tie it. So yeah. that was rough overall. I think Kings fans should be terrified because they're like waving the Warriors off, they're chirping them the whole time, and that's the not what you want to do against Golden State because Don and Curry, that, and yeah, Draymond, and Clay, and Clay, Clay bro. Yeah. Game Clay's, six, Clay might come early. Clay has had an underrated year and series so far. Honestly, he played really well uh, in game one. Yeah, I and... thought they were a little bit too trigger happy down the stretch, but they did like kind of need a three, and they're being. A, but they, I thought that's they were also being just a bit desperate. that's also just them. Yeah, it's just Golden State. They get like that, and then but that's the thing, right? Is we will point their fingers and say that when they're missing them, but when they're hitting them, it's just like, oh, that's that's a great, great shot making, great like basketball from for Golden State. So just like their shots weren't really falling too too much. As mm-hmm. the game kind of started going on, they had a few clutch shots in the fourth, though, Clay and Curry specifically. Yeah, it was crazy, um, man. The refs were, like, very inconsistent, though. Uh, they're calling a lot of ticky-tack fouls in the way of the Kings, and then, like, there's the one play at the end where Golden State's in bonus, and uh, Sabonis literally just, like, suplexed Draymond from the rebound. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. No yeah, call. And then yeah, Curry comes like, out. It was, like, Curry comes out to holding hedge. his arm. He just pulls him down. And then, like, I think the next play, Curry comes up to hedge Fox, and Fox, like, just sprints through him, and they call a block on Curry. It's just kind of, like, mm-hmm. it was kind of weird. Um, and then there's times they just, they're not blowing the whistle either way, and then they're blowing it every call. It's just, like, super inconsistent. Um, yeah. I don't think I'm worried if I'm Golden State, though, because I think the Kings played the best game they could have, and yeah, the Warriors yeah, played would, pretty mid. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, if no one Golden State, game. they're going to come out just shooting. Wiggins starting again, but... Yeah, with Wiggins starting again and just being who they truly are. Let's talk about De'Aaron Fox though a little bit. Him being completely unstoppable down the stretch, uh, being one of the, the best clutch performing players in the whole league. Thirty eight points n- did not seem guardable. Had Draymond on him, blow bys. He has one of the tightest handles in the league. It looks like at this point, uh, he hit five threes this game, and that's what they they want to live by. They want to you know see if he can knock down shots, and man, he did. Uh, and he just looked unstoppable. He got to his mid-range, got to his floater, and man. And also, shout out Monk. He was very aggressive. He didn't shoot well from three, Monk, but he was attacking the rim. You know, he's a high flyer. He got to the line, I think, 18 times or something like that, and he went perfect. And that duo, offensively, is is going to be really scary. Very years to come, yeah. Um, yeah. So the other weird thing about this game was, um, if you watch it, you saw how Draymond was playing Sabonis, and 
the Kings love to do a lot of like handoffs and triple handoffs, and Draymond was pretty much like Sabonis never shoots an elbow jumper or three very often this year, unless it's from like a pick and pop, like the play's designed for it. So Draymond literally just got to sit at the rim. Um, and Sabonis never looked to take the jump shot. Yeah, he was Never. off offensively, Sabonis. So I guess that kind of no, that kind of like, Draymond him a little probably bit. gave him Draymond gave him literally thirty open looks. If yeah, Sabonis wanted to take rab- them, he rabbled them. He take a single one, and Kevon Looney was giving him troubles. Um, yeah. That being said, I think Draymond has to step up a little bit for the dribble handoffs to kind of start blitzing the the guy coming around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was gross. This game was awesome down the stretch. The the three balls getting answered back and forth was incredible. Uh, and lastly, just shout out to the Kings bench. Trey Lyles had 17 points. Uh, Monk, 32 off the bench, but he pretty much plays the whole game down the stretch at least. Um, and yeah, they they let just those two guys score 58 points off the bench or whatever that is, like 54, uh, in comparison to the Warriors who definitely did not have close to that. Monk won the pool battle for sure. We we're talking about that as an entering matchup. Pool had like 18 or something like that. And uh, I'm really excited to see how they come out tonight. What's your prediction and what's uh, a key for you for the um, Warriors? I mean, I think a key both ways is Kings got to keep hitting their shots. They can't get, uh, they can't miss really. They can't give Golden no. State a chance to they go. They got to play another perfect game. Yeah, pretty much. They got to keep it close, play a really good game, and hope that the Warriors have kind of a up and down shooting night. Because I mean, if Curry comes out and he play, scores thirty, and you know, Poole and Wiggins get going more like better yeah. from the field, it's it's gonna be a nightmare for them. Yeah, I think we'll see Wiggins uh be the primary defender on Fox this game, and I think that'll give him a a tough matchup com- in comparison to you know Curry guarding him and uh, Gary Payton and uh Clay, and Draymond so. and Clay uh, Clay even. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I gotta say about the Kings. Uh, like the Beam man one zero. If they if they make this two zero, then you know, Kings can have a shot, but we know Warriors historically take one on the road, and they're pretty damn near perfect all season on at home. So this is gonna go down the yeah, wire. I mean, that's the thing is, I think even if it goes down, if, even if they go up two zero, like I don't think it's gonna matter. I think the Chase Center games are gonna get freaking ugly. Um, mm-hmm. and then they have a, the Golden State has a chance to still try and steal Game Five, and then go back to Chase and close and up the series. It, so in six, yeah, I think that's, um, I think that might, might be what happens. But then also, Golden State's just so like I don't think Golden State showed their whole like showed their whole hand that game yeah, one. They just want to, to see what the vibe was like. The Kings are going to do, and uh, Golden State's also just really good at making adjustments. So I think they're going to be able to figure that out. out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely excited to watch that game with you tonight, man. Uh, yeah. Next up, go to the two lackluster. We'll make these ones quick because uh, they're not very entertaining series. 76ers beat the Nets 121 to 101. My prediction was very wrong. I thought the Nets might come out and take game one and shock the 76ers with uh, a lot of double teams and energy and maybe just some role guys stepping up with the zero pressure they have on them. Uh, the Nets came out double teaming and beat any potential time he had the ball, three point line, mid range, low post, and they, they, uh, the 76ers and James Harden cooked. James Harden had seven threes. Uh, he didn't shoot well from the field inside the three-point line, and he also had 13 assists. So James yeah. Harden cooked. Uh, Joel Embiid had, like, low 20s in the points. Uh, and 26. 26. Embiid. Yeah, so, you know, for Joel and Embiid Harris, standards, that's and not Harris, uh Harris added 21, which is huge because he's been pretty – I haven't really heard much about him all year, so. Yeah, but my question to you is, moments. if you're the Nets, are you sticking with that game plan of doubling Joel, Joel Embiid every game, uh, every yeah. chance you have? Or do you try to score more threes with Joel Embiid scoring twos? Uh, you definitely still double team. <laughs> because Joel, Joel Embiid's going to create fouls, though, too. Yeah. 
So you do not want uh, Nick Claxton getting into early foul trouble because then you have, like, who? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Who's the other big? Like, I don't think they have one, actually. Yeah, you know I what I mean? Know. So it's like uh, you definitely don't want to have to put, like, Dorian Finney-Smith on Joel because then <laughs> yeah, that would it's going really to be a nightmare. Yeah. Um, and also, if you're just relying on hitting threes when they're hitting twos all the time, eventually that, that even could out. either go. You could, you know, go on a massive run, hit, like, ten in a row or whatever, and just, like, go up big. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to miss a bunch, and then Joel's going to be getting easy little dunks and lays down low. So you definitely have to try and get the ball to Joel's hands because yeah. he will go off for 50 if you give him the opportunity to. Yeah. If it's a close game. So Yeah, shout out for the Nets. They stayed in it for most of the game. I think the fourth quarter was when it really came uh, went away uh, from the Nets. I wasn't able to watch this game, but I was keeping up with the score. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, shout out McCall, though, 30. Quick 30 yeah. ball. Yeah, that's going to happen. Um, He's going to be disgusting. Yeah. I'll start next year. Continues getting into his own. Yeah. Um, And then the last game was a really boring one, as we assumed. Celtics Hawks. Um, Up 30 at the half. Kaka. Yeah. uh, 112.99 was the final score. So, I mean, seems a little closer than it was, but it was way worse than that. Very lopsided win. Yep. Um, Like, let's see. Oh, wow. Tatum and them still played 40 minutes. That's insane. Um, <laughs> they want to get their feet wet for playoffs. I, I guess, yeah. Uh, Dejounte Murray was leading score for the Hawks with twenty four, eight boards, six assists, which is pretty good because he's been check up the, and down as well. The three points uh, percentage, man, it's awful. I think it's like seventeen percent for the Hawks. Yeah, five of twenty nine from three, horrendous. And then Trey Young had sixteen and eight. So, uh, yeah, what uh, was he? Game plan for the Celtics. Three? I think so. Yeah, awful. Yeah. Game plan for the Celtics. I'm sure is Marcus Smart. You're guarding him, and we're just going to blitz him every time off a of ball screen and. I'm sure that works very, very well because Trey Young's a small guy and yeah. Marcus Smart's a savage. So that was huge. Uh, Jalen Brown, 29, Tatum, 25, and Derek White, 24. Yep. So pretty good. I think the Celtics. Celtics are just, shoot well. Celtics are just bigger, stronger, better. They have guys to, you know, bring Clint Capella out of the paint and, you know, be able to match up with them for and- rebounding. But also, the Celtics didn't even shoot well. They shot uh, 13 of 33 from three. Yeah. Like, so. they made seven more, but it's still, like, that's not a good game. Like, if they're still playing a better uh, team, they'd probably lose game one. Yeah, true that. True that. All right, so I think we should uh, wrap up Saturday there. That's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty much it. Two banger games. Uh, excited for the Warriors game tonight as well. Uh, for Hawks-Celtics, I think that's probably going to be a sweep. Trey Young might pop off for one, but I think Celtics are too good defensively to even yeah. let that happen. And I think Sixers net same thing. I think that's a sweep. Yeah. No, I think the Cavs series goes uh, seven. Yeah, that's good. I don't know, man. I think I with the Cavs series, I think the Knicks might be too deep for them, man. Offensively, I don't know. So Cavs only have like four, three scoring options. So my thing is just yeah. the Knicks have are like consistently or inconsistent. As hell, like all season, yeah. they've been super inconsistent. Yeah, and so, they'll step up on Josh Hart. Josh Hart's not going to be able to win them games again, I don't think. No, no. I mean, um, he didn't even win them that game with Brunson. Yeah, Brunson for sure. But took everything over in the the fourth. Yeah, but Josh Hart was the X factor there. But yeah, I agree. Um, all right, moving to Sunday. Let's start with the game we watched live last night. Uh, that was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. Suns beating, sorry, the Clippers beating the Suns, uh, stealing home court once again. Uh, game one, one fifteen to one ten. This is the Suns' first loss with KD going eight and one now, uh, and also mm-hmm. KD's first playoff game. And with the with the Suns, what were your first thoughts on this game when, when we were watching? Well, I also learned uh, after we watched that game last night that KD has lost his last seven playoff games. 
Really? Oh, yeah. Getting back to 2021. Swept. He got yeah. swept last year, and then he they lost three in a row, whatever, the year before. Or I guess okay. they went... Uh... Yeah, they lost the last two games. So, yeah. Not a very good look for KD, personally. But no. uh, overall, dude, I thought this game was super fun. I thought the chemistry. Um, I, very... I thought sorry, sorry for interrupting, but I think the chemistry on the sun, sun side really showed. Uh, I'll get into it more later. But KD did not shot one shot within the last six minutes of the fourth quarter. Shot once. Yeah, I think it is, um, that really shows that. Hey, I was telling you this the other day that I think, or yesterday actually in the car, I was saying that I think the Clippers people are writing them off way too early. Even without Paul George, they have a lot of vets that are going to be able to step up and do what they got to do. And I mean, and Eric Gordon started, bot, baby. Eric Gordon started out. Five of six from the field, like 11, 11 quick points. Um, so I think that's going to kind of be the difference maker because Suns lack depth. I think they had like five, ben- uh, yeah, what, 10 points? Three or 12? Not good. Off the bench, uh, yeah. Yeah, not good. And Clippers, Clippers had 34. 34. Yeah, Norman Crazy. Powell, Terrence Mann. Uh, I believe Eric Gordon was a starter. And uh, but there's yeah. just so many, so many favorable matchups, I think, for like the Clippers to put on anyone. Um, yeah, I mean, like yeah, Russell Westbrook a had a, a great game defensively. Uh, yeah, let's, let's talk about this. was the Russell Westbrook game, man. He he won them this that. game. Of course, he this did. was. He, he had two huge offensive rebounds in the last yes, like, minute. Yes. Uh, many stops in, on KD in the first half when he was a primary defender on KD. Of course, this was the Kawhi block game once again, and Kawhi obviously won them this game, but they wouldn't have won this game without Wessel Westbrook there. And I just want to shout out Ty Lu, who's low-key the MVP for this game, for allowing Westbrook to play after going 3 of 19 from the freaking field mm-hmm. um, and keeping him out there for you know his heart and intensity there. Westbrook finished with nine points, ten rebounds, eight assists, three of nineteen from the three from the field, two steals, and three blocks. Pretty crazy stat yeah. line, uh, up and down there, but it's definitely a Wessel Westbrook stat line. Um, he showed a lot of heart, effort, and you know he's talking some smack. And you, that it was great to see. He controlled the pace. He wasn't too out of out of control, and it was a really really good game to watch from Westbrook's. Yeah, I mean he had the game. Uh... From the game ceiling block yeah, on Devin on Booker, Booker, and Devin Booker was calling for a foul, and then Russ just decided to whip it off him, yeah. and got the ball back. And I mean, very clutch. Kawhi was a monster the whole time. We were saying like, what form is Kawhi going to be in? And yeah, we got we got Kawhi bot. We got the Bailey, one of the best playoff performers of all time. Yeah. Um, and Kawhi, and I mean, it'll be interesting because I think uh, next game, I think KD is probably going to have a special one because he's going to be like, I'm not losing again. But he still might not be able to win that game alone because the Clippers have a lot of trust and faith in one another, and I think it's uh it's gonna be yeah. a chippy series for Can sure. Can you check quickly how many uh threes Clippers hit? Because we had the stat there when they hit over fifteen threes, they are have a really good record. Uh Ka- Kawhi finished with thirty eight points, thirty of twenty four from shoot uh shooting. And yeah, down the stretch he was hitting crazy post up moves. Uh, pull up threes, you know, getting his bag. He was untucked at one point. We said that's the best player of all time, and that's pretty much what mm-hmm. it came down to. Um, um, they hit ten threes, so they didn't break that I fifteen. Both 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 teams shot pretty poorly from three. From yeah, thirty two percent for the Clippers, thirty one for the Suns, and they shot six of nineteen. Yeah, yeah. But really, what it came down dope. to was extra possessions, bro. Uh, there was offensive rebounds, fifteen to six. Yep. Uh, they controlled the glass for majority of the game, and that's really all. Down to Russell yeah, Westbrook. that's that's one of my Pretty main keys here for the Suns. Here, I have Aiden needs to be more aggressive. You know, he only does his push shots. He's not he's not looking. He's not creating fouls for the Clippers on the other end. 
Uh, I mean, yet, they don't they don't give him opportunity. They don't give him the ball on the block really. He, he's he's not looking for that. The screen he trails. Okay, it's he not trails in their he trails the play, gets the ball to the little mid-range, he does a pull-up or a little floater. Yeah, their offense, though, is designed that way. He's literally a screen setter and a roller. And yeah, but yeah, you can trail be more aggressive on the glass. He got eight boards. Uh, he only had one rebound in the, eight, in the fourth quarter. Uh, it wasn't. That's where Westbrook took advantage. He realized that Aiden's a soft, soft big man, which I think he is. Well, we've uh, I think known that, yeah. Yeah, we've been knowing that. So Westbrook was like, hey, let me. Um, this is my time. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much my main key for the Suns. Uh, other than they need to go to KD down the stretch, him shooting one shot with six minutes left is atrocious. I'm sure, you know, maybe they locked him up. But I think that it really has to do with chemistry. Um, he had a big shot with six thirty left in the in the fourth to put him up one, and then didn't shoot after that. Just shot one more time, and yeah, yeah, I, that's that's what I think. And then other than that, I have they need to let they not they need to not let Westbrook go wild and uh, just be able to be all over the court wherever he wants. They really just need to put a body on Russ. Really, all this they put a yeah. body on Russ. He's not going to get those two offensive rebounds. Um, and you know maybe they win that game, but definitely going to be a tough, definitely a tough first loss. You don't want to drop game one in this series. They're super favored. Mm-hmm. Um, on those uh, at home too. Yeah, you don't you don't know if the Clippers are going to go back home and end up taking two, and you're down three one going into yeah. game. Uh, five. And then, like we were saying before, you know if we get to. They they ruled out Paul George for the whole series, but if you get to Game Six, Game Seven, who knows what happens? Um, yeah, he can definitely come back because he'll yeah. he'll be there for Round Two if they make it for sure. So, yeah. yeah. Sure. All right, let's move on to your Los Angeles Lakers, buddy. Uh, yeah, camp. we were golfing. You know, check the score. It was a great day, man. It was a beautiful day yesterday. Lakers yeah. beat the Grizzlies, take game one on the road, another road upset. Uh, Lakers win 128-112. This game was closer than the score looked, but, you know, Austin, Austin Reeves came out. Yep. Um, This was a role-player game for the Lakers. The role-players, yep. LeBron 80, okay, Le- 80 had seven blocks, so he was one of the better players on the court, but the Lakers' two best players were Reeves and Hachimura. Hachimura with 29, yep. five threes, career high. That was his game. That was Rui. Himchimora and <laughs> and Reeves, 14 points in the fourth, nine in a row consecutively, flexing on man's, you know, ah man. Dropped He's, dropped JJJ. I'm I'm waiting to see I'm waiting to see where he gets humbled, but it's like because he's a second-year player doing all these sellies and stuff, but, like, I don't know when that's going to happen. He was, he's got a bag. He knows when to shoot. He knows when to pass. Uh, you know, he's got an attitude. He's got a chip on his shoulder, and you love to see it, especially in game one, Lakers winning this game. And, you know, AD and Braun are coming out for a 40-piece sometime soon. And, ooh, it looks rough for the uh, Memphis right now. Yeah, rough. especially because Jaw had a really scary injury, kind of just, like, People now there's this big debate on if that charge should be legal because guys yeah, can jump from so far from now. People are they're like, oh, he's yeah. sliding underneath. I think it's a legal play. Um, but first of all, I thought the rule was that if the player already jumped and then you go for a charge, it should be a block because you can't you can't well, take a charge play on the air. If if eighty's there before Jaw takes off, then it's a charge. But if eighty yeah. gets positioned while Jaw's in the air, it has to be a block. At least when I started refing, that's what I was talking. Yeah, Maybe it's different. I'm pretty that sure day. that's the rule, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think it's kind of stupid. People are making a big deal out of it, but I think it's just because Giannis got hurt this past weekend and Jaw got hurt, so now people are all worried. Um, AD yeah. AD got hurt and he came back, so that's huge because that's the second time since like 
the last month of the season where AD went down with something, ended up coming back. Yeah. Uh, last time they played Memphis, he had the big cut on his face. And it looked like he was going to be out. He came back. Yeah, just so, so you know, Josh, we have uh, 10 minutes left. Yeah, I see that. Um, okay, cool. But we're, we're, we should be good on time. Yeah, overall, I think this game's huge for the Lakers. Obviously, they won by uh, a big margin. No one thought that. Mm-hmm. Um, Grizzlies, a lot of them didn't have a very good game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Triple J was their best player. Oh, he was and... on, man. 31 points, 13 21 from the th- from the field, uh, only three fouls, was able to stay in for 37 minutes, which is something that we said would have to be necessary for the Grizzlies with their big man depth uh, or lack of. And yeah. Yeah, overall, I think uh, Lakers got to win the bag, boys. Yeah, it's looking That's good. Doing. Uh, I, I just want to say shout out to the role players of the Lakers. You know, D'Lo stepped back up. He had a, a pretty classic D'Lo line, but he didn't have... Uh, many turnovers he went what do i have here russell had seven or 17 shooting that's pretty much what happened all series um but anyone can step out any damn you know, any game you know we had vanderbilt game against the mavericks where like 27 and 19 rebounds or whatever um and yeah anyone can step up for the lakers anytime we get a beasley like seven three-pointer game one day and i'm taking the lakers role players over the memphis role players every day every day of the series and that's scary look for the memphis grizzlies yeah and i mean even if the Lakers or role players are kind of off, then they're you have Braun and AD that will step up and, and do what you got to do, and they'll be the two best players in the series. It's uh, seems yeah. like they can impact the game really, even just scoring like twenty. So yeah, it's unfortunate. It doesn't look like we'll see Jaw probably for at least two more games. He said he's not feeling good, but who knows what kind of mess in the guy? And I just saw the X-ray came back negative, so nothing's broken or anything. Um, which is good, obviously. But yeah. yeah, after the game, he said he was in a good lot of like a lot of pain. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. We'll move on. We'll do these next two quickly. Uh, yeah. We've got the Heat versus the Bucks. Heat shock in the world taking game one. Giannis went out as well with the same injury as Jaw, pretty much on a, a charge taken by Kevin Love, but he hurt his back. Hopefully, it's just like a bruise yeah. and he's able to come back. Yeah, it's just a contusion. Just a contusion. Yeah. He's so. Uh, my main takeaway from this is once Giannis goes down, Jimmy Butler's the best player in the series. And when you have the best player, anything can happen. Uh, Jimmy Butler, shout out KG for that one. Anything can happen. But uh, Jimmy Butler finished with 35 points, I believe, um, and 11 assists. Uh, he hooped. Uh, Max Drew stepping up as well. Again, he's going to get paid in the offseason, I believe, with his performing down the stretch. And this that's pretty hard to assess uh, this game without Giannis. But, you know, shout out Heat for taking game one. Yeah, I mean, uh, Milton had 33, Holiday had 16 and 16, Bobby Porter's 21, he had six players in double figures. That's a crazy stat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, six players from the Heat scored in double digits. Duncan Robinson got minutes, surprisingly. Jeez. Six minutes, three points. Haven't seen him And Tyler Hero broke his hand in this game. That's awesome. Yeah, Tyler Hero broke his hand as well. So he's going to be out out for the the playoffs. Um, yeah. And Giannis is probably back for game two. So I'm not too worried if I'm Milwaukee fans. You guys probably get this at five. You guys kept up with the majority of the time. Um, definitely a bummer to get lose Giannis, but I think he's going to come back pretty soon. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the Timberwolves versus the Nuggets. Uh, Nuggets beat. Uh, get a score. I know the Timberwolves scored eighty points. Uh, Nuggets came out and destroyed them. One hundred nine eighty. One hundred nine to eighty. That's got to be some record for low scoring. Uh, Timberwolves. I was wrong here. I think we were both wrong. I don't think this series is going to be interesting. Yeah, I don't think like I don't think it's gonna be interesting. But to be fair, they're probably gassed as hell right now because they just played two playing games, right? Yeah. Um, had like a day and a half off pretty much, and then went to Denver and played at ten o'clock, which is like really in late Denver for their too. time, right? Where, yeah, yeah, really late in Denver time for some reason. 
Yeah, but and you can't. We can't even. They, they got destroyed. Jokic was a master class by Jokic's footwork is insane. Um, I don't even know the stat lines. I didn't really put any yeah, for this. So Jokic finished with that's 13, sun. 14 boards, six assists. MPJ had uh 18 points, 11 boards. Jokic also fouled out. Uh, Jamal Murray led the way for them with 24, eight boards, eight assists. So playoff Murray is in fact back. Let's go. Uh, Bruce Brown, Porton 14, uh, KCP 15, Aaron Gordon 13. And then the leading scorer for Timberwolves and 18. And that's pretty much it. Cat, Cat was held to 11 and 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not looking good for them at all. They, I heard DeAndre Jordan had a lob in this game. That's how bad it was. Uh, yeah. I can see that. He has four points actually, which is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So overall, uh, this, I think it's a good series. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a sweet, clean yeah. sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, move. That's that's gonna do for all the games. Um, yeah. What was your favorite game, Josh, of this weekend? Um, I'd like to say the Lakers game, but I didn't get to say, watch you it. You could be biased. You could be biased. I didn't get to watch it, so I'm not gonna say that. I'll say the Golden State game. That game was a lot yeah. of fun. It was uh very entertaining. Yeah, I'm gonna go. Gotta go uh, the same overall. way. Yeah, high scoring um, game of the weekend and. uh um, a master class of a game, A plus for both teams. I watched the whole that. thing except for like, I was also watching the Max Holloway fight, so I was back and forth on my screens. But mm. uh, I watched majority of the game, and it was very entertaining the whole way through. All right, well, play a quick game, Josh. Of uh, yeah. just do one or two. Uh, don't need to do every uh, series here, but it's just one game. But so I'll start off here. It's just one game, but the Nuggets series is not going to be interesting. <laughs> which we yeah. predicted there. We thought that Gobert and Cat might be able to, you know, they match up well. They got two bigs to go on Jokic. They got uh, depth on the wing and a lot of length on the wing as well. To me, it will match MPJ and Aaron Gordon and such as, but it was a masterclass blowout. It was ugly, yeah. Very ugly. Yeah, you want to hit me up with one? Uh, Just one game, but uh, let me just double check something. The Lakers are winning the chip. No, no, no. Um, I'll say uh, just one game, but it's very possible that the Suns do a gentleman sweep in that uh, Clipper series. Um, sure. I've been big. I've been big on the whole Clippers are going to be uh be able to win that one, but I mean I, I feel like the Clippers kind of played perfect basketball majority of the time. You had Kawhi bought, and I don't think Russ can keep shooting three of nineteen. So. Yeah. Um. Still possible that's a gentleman sweep. I'm still going to ride on the wave of the Clippers are going to win that in seven, but you never know. Okay. I'll go one more. I got, it's just one game, but the Knicks are going to win that series. Uh, I think the offensive power might be a bit much, but like, I know I want to see the Cavs win. I want to see Cavs versus Bucks next round. I'm still rooting for the Cavs, but uh, Knicks are looking good. All right. Next question up. Most important game one stolen for you, Josh Lakers, Clippers, Miami, or Knicks. Um, probably Lakers and Clippers, to be honest. For sure. Just both those. They're both in tough matchups. Like, going into it, everyone was kind of, you know, like a lot of the fans were like, Lakers going to get that series, but a lot of analysts were like, not Memphis going to slap them. Yeah. And then Clippers, same thing. Everyone was like, sun sweep, easy dub for them. Doesn't matter. And the Knicks is very even. So it's really, it's, it's important, but it's going to go back and forth. Yeah, um, I agree. I would say probably the Clippers because at this point it looks like the Lakers are going to be a much better team going forward, um, and the Clippers can make it even. Uh, yeah. Lastly, before we go, we got two minutes <laughs> left. Uh, what's a big winner, big loser for the the weekend um, for me? I got Canadians. Trey Lyle stepped up. Jamal Murray came back. Shout out those guys for showing out in um, the playoffs. Losers, all the teams that lost, not very good <laughs> for them. 
Yeah. Uh, Reeves, obviously a big winner. He had a crazy game. Same with Rui. Uh, yeah. Really goes to show that those the trades the Lakers made was massive. Yeah, shout out Rob Link. He's a winner, bro. <laughs> Rob yeah. Link is a winner. And then last winner, I'd say Jokic, his supporting cast actually performed in this game. And that was kind of the question mark going into the playoffs was like, is his supporting cast actually going to be good? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it looks like Denver is going to be an actual threat. A lot of people were saying yeah, that they're going to do some regular season yeah. team. But yeah, I got Jokic there as a winner as well, too, because, you know, he played against two like world renowned centers and Cat and Gobert. Uh, and he looked tears and miles above them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty much going to do it for us. Chasing the championship uh, game one recaps. Uh, we're going to yeah. be doing this probably at least a couple times a week, maybe even daily. Who knows what we're going to do, uh, especially with games just being like two a night. There'll be quicker episodes than tonight. So sorry about the length, but there was a big weekend this weekend. And I'm really excited to get this series going with you, buddy. And excited to watch some playoff basketball, man. Yeah, man. It's going to be an exciting playoffs. It'll be interesting to kind of see what uh what second round matchups are looking like and kind of how the rest yeah. of the first round plays out. Yeah, don't want to get cut out here. So peace out, guys. Check us out on all platforms. This will be on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Deuces. Enjoy playoff basketball. Yep. Peace. Cool. That all right. I'll, I'll see you later tonight, then. Yeah. You want to run a game of league right now or no? Uh, it's got you dinner quick time. All right. So I'll wait for you. Yeah. If you just give me like ten minutes, I can play one. Sure. Yeah, I can only play one, too. Okay, bye. Okay, peace.